Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. The film Soylent Green was made in 1973 and set in a dystopian world in the year 2022, where the government is secretly feeding the people food made of people. And the most pleasant experience one can have is state-assisted suicide. While government-run media pushes the idea of cannibalism, government-assisted suicide is officially now a thing in 2022. Before COVID, you could always count on modern medicine to keep you alive, so long as you had the money or insurance to pay for it. But these days, the hospitals seem more likely to liquidate you. And in Canada, they will help you kill yourself, even if you don't really want to die. Amir Farsoud has applied for medically assisted dying, known as MAID. He lives in constant agony due to a back injury, but has started the process for end of life because his rooming house is up for sale and he can't find anywhere else to live that he can afford. He barely survives on Ontario disability support payments, which are just over $1,200 a month. He doesn't want to die, but being homeless is not an option. I know in my present health condition I wouldn't survive it anyway. Farsud meets the criteria for MAID, physical suffering due to disability that cannot be relieved. His doctor, who knows Farsud's real reason for MAID is his fear of being homeless, signed off on the application in August. Farsud needs a second to do the same. There's a 90-day waiting period. He believes he could potentially access MAID in about a month. I don't wish to be dead. Um even with the pain, even with the meds, um, I still want to be here. According to the Canadian government, they are getting several requests for suicide from children who they refer to as mature minors. And they are seeking to amend the laws so that these children can be euthanized without their parents' consent. There are posts on social media that suggest this might be true, which shouldn't surprise anyone. The quality of life for Canadians is at an all-time low, and the motive for helping Canadians kill themselves is allegedly to save the government money. They have saved $90 million. So, I mean, that's like four missiles flying to Ukraine. The government has infinite money for refugees and for, you know, foreign aid and for, you know, Democrat campaigns and for waging war in Ukraine, but no money to, to keep people alive. That's too expensive. This is the plan how they're going to save money. Sure, they're going to welcome in a couple million foreigners every year, put them on the free health care ticket. Uh, but average Canadians, sorry. Sorry, it's time to suicide. It's time for death. After 6,465 individuals committed suicide with the help of MAID, medical assistance in dying, the Canadian government saved $86.9 million, about $13,000 per person. That's what an individual's life is worth today in Canada. The economists running Canada concluded that the savings from MAID are so far negligible. 
But the suicide program should continue. I mean, bullets, bullets don't cost that much. I mean, we could really be be ramping this up. Maybe you could pay, have people pay tickets. Like maybe maybe this is a solution. Maybe in Canada, you pay like ten thousand bucks and you get to kill somebody. This is the predictable outcome of big government. When unnecessary jobs are created and given to lazy idiots, then economists and bureaucrats inevitably sort everything out. And they only see us as a resource, which turns civilization into a meat factory. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Folks, share that video, Bandai Video, Canadian government preparing to euthanize children without parental consent. That is the latest from Greg Reese, Bandai Video, Infowars.com. This is the American Journal. We'll kick it off in the next segment with your daily dispatch. Don't go anywhere, folks. It'll be a good Thursday. I think it'll be a good Thursday today. A lot of news, a lot of videos, your phone calls, and a special guest. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the American Journal. I am your host, Harrison Smith. Good show we have for you today. We'll be joined in the third hour by a special guest in studio. Talk about state secession, perhaps a peaceful divorce to extricate ourselves from the globalist tyrants. That would rather destroy us. Lots of stories to cover, lots of videos to get to. I just saw this, just right off the bat here, from Clown World Today on Twitter. YouTube has marked the official World Government Summit video about a new world order as spreading a conspiracy theory. (laughs) Whoops. Whoopsies. So yeah, the World Government Summit, the official World Economic Forum video, saying we're going to have a new world order, saying, are we ready for a new world order, gets tagged by YouTube as spreading a conspiracy theory. This is, I think this is symbolic of where we are at this point. It is happening. It is definitely happening. And the various outlets of control through big tech and media are demanding that you ignore it. Well, we're not going to ignore it. We're going to talk about everything that's being decided for you by the global government at this very moment in Indonesia. And really the theme I think of today, the reoccurring theme that I keep seeing in all of these stories is just the stark difference between the people in power and literally everybody else. It's like you've got the people in power just acting out this this play, this little game that they're rolling with. We'll talk about it with Zelensky and immigration and a number of other things, but it's just – it's such a bizarre dichotomy because – Nobody's falling for their crap. Nobody believes what they're selling, right? Nobody's buying it. But they just act like everyone is. It's it's like they think that if they just keep up the con for long enough, it'll come true and you know, maybe that's maybe that's the case. Maybe that <laughs> really is true. Maybe when you control the media to the extent that they do, it's just a matter of time before, you know, you're you're Opponents wear down and eventually all that's left is the official outlets reporting what you tell them to report. But we'll get into it. We'll get very into it. And let's begin today as we do every day with our daily dispatch. All 
right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Thursday, the 17th of November, 2022. Texas governor opens criminal investigation into voting machine mayhem in a race that swung to Democrats. This from BeckerNews.com. Chaos erupted on Election Day in the Houston metro area of Harris County, Texas. Voting machines malfunctioning in several precincts. Ballot supply issues and court interventions has left voters bewildered and yet another left-wing Democrat eking out an extremely tight victory. Texas Governor Greg Abbott has had enough. He's now calling for an investigation into another botched election that has undermined many voters' trust in the system. He said, quote, I'm calling on the Secretary of State, the Attorney General's Office, and the Texas Rangers to initiate investigations into allegations of improprieties in the way that the 2022 elections were conducted in Harris County, said Governor Greg Abbott. The allegations of election improprieties in our state's largest county may result in anything ranging from malfeasance to blatant criminal conduct. Voters in Harris County deserve to know what happened. Integrity in the election process is essential. To achieve that standard, a thorough investigation is warranted. Where's Chuck Norris when you need him? Chuck Norris. That wasn't his name. Walker? Walker, Texas Ranger. <laughs> the character. Whoever the character is. That's who we need to go kick down doors and start kicking butt. Let me, let me do some rearranging here because there's two stories that uh, need to be told uh, one after the other. We'll start with this one from InfoWars. Com. Associated Press issues correction to its fake report, which could have kicked off World War III. The Associated Press has issued an official correction for its not-so-inconsequential bit of reporting Tuesday that would have easily set off a chain of events leading to a World War III scenario. The Associated Press reportedly reported erroneously based on information from a senior American intelligence official who spoke on condition of anonymity, and we know the, we know. Uh, which unleashed a day of incessant warmongering based on the allegations that Russia attacked a NATO member. The incredibly embarrassing correction further states, subsequent reporting showed that the missiles were Russian-made and most likely fired by Ukraine in defense against a Russian attack. And next time this happens, will it be too late for a correction? Or will we even get a correction? Or was it simply, as we reported yesterday, a matter of coincidence that the Polish independent media happened to say what the truth was and get the truth out before they could cover it up with, you know, official investigation, et cetera, et cetera. So Associated Press was forced to admit that it wasn't Russia. It was probably Ukraine that fired onto Poland, which in that case, doesn't that mean that Article 5 is now active against Ukraine and Ukraine is now at war with Russia and NATO? No, of course not. That's not the way things work. This is the rule of international law, by the way. The laws mean nothing. It's whatever the people in power choose to do. So that's your first story, Associated Press admitting it wasn't a Russian missile. It was a Ukrainian-fired missile that landed in Poland. Cut to, quote, this is not our missile. Zelensky contradicts NATO over Poland blast. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky said Wednesday that a missile hit Poland, killing two, was Russian, saying, I have no doubt this is not our missile, Zelensky said in televised remarks. I believe that this was a Russian missile based on our military reports. If the missile don't fit, you must acquit. I have no idea how that bloody glove got in my backyard. What? I'm innocent of this. That wasn't our missile. I'm sure it wasn't our missile. I mean, my God. Zelensky's comments contradicted those of Poland and NATO, which both said the uh, explosion was likely caused by Ukrainian air defense missile launched to intercept a Russian barrage. I think my favorite part about all this is Russia's not even saying anything. Russia hasn't even entered into the conversation here yet. They're just like over in the corner, just like, Hmm, what? What are, you, what are you guys doing? What are you guys doing over there? <laughs> this is like Ukraine launching missiles at Poland, everybody pointing fingers at one another. Uh, and what we know for sure is that it uh, 
It wasn't Russia, no matter how much they want us to think it was. Just like it wasn't Russia that destroyed the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. That investigation sort of gone under the radar, hasn't it? Not a lot of talk about that. So, yeah, this uh, weird little gremlin is continually trying to get us into World War III for nothing other than his own uh, personal aggrandizement. And uh, he's a danger to humanity. He is an existential threat to the human race and should be dealt with as such. Hey, look, another one. Senator Schumer calls for amnesty for one th- one, uh, 11 million plus illegals because of the American population is, quote, not reproducing on its own. Remember yesterday when we covered this and I told you exactly what the reaction would be? The story was that essentially there's a worldwide but primarily focused in the West collapse of sperm counts making it physically impossible for the human race to propagate itself and continue to exist. Chuck Schumer's response to this is bring in a bunch of foreigners. Bring in a bunch of foreigners. He called for all 11 million or however many illegal aliens. And we'll we'll get more into this story a little bit later as well because remember it was it was 11 million illegal immigrants in 2016 when Trump was running for president. It's probably upwards of 30 million if you really look at the numbers. I mean there have been a quarter million who have crossed over in just this year. There are tens of thousands a week almost crossing over the southern border. And yet it will just forever be 11 million. How dare you question the 11 million number? Don't be an immigration denier. Yes, folks, today's fake news is tomorrow's unquestionable history. That's how it works. Senator Chuck Schumer on Wednesday called for all 11 million or however many illegal aliens there are in the U.S. to be given amnesty because the American population is, quote, not reproducing on its own at the same level that it used to. Have you ever have you ever heard anything so evil? Have you ever have you ever expected to see a national politician whose position is essentially openly the demographic replacement of the people in his own country? Pretty amazing stuff. Pretty incredible. We'll show you that video, and we'll talk extensively about all of the the various intricacies of evil that this represents. We'll get into it. Finally, we have this story. Quote, you will sit. Joe Biden caught taking list of commands from his handlers like a dog. (laughs) Joe Biden got caught taking a list of commands from his handlers at the uh, G20 summit. Biden's handlers treat him like a puppy because he so often wanders around and gets lost. You will take a photo. You will sit. You will deliver opening remarks. You will read this script. You will not poop in your pants. You will keep your hands off of the children. You will not say anything we do not tell you to say. He's turning 80 this weekend, by the way, Bali, uh, Biden, and he's barely holding up with the grueling schedule at the G20 summit in Bali, Indonesia. He missed the gala a couple nights ago, but maybe he maybe they didn't write go to gala on a card. Maybe they forgot to write go to gala on an index card, so he just didn't do it. Maybe he really is just a robot zombie. I'm pointing my finger at you, and I'm also pointing it right back at myself. You forget to take your multivitamins. You forget to take your vitamin D3. You forget to take your Brain Force Plus. You forget to take DNA Force Plus. You forget to take DX3. And you know it makes your life better. And you know it makes you healthier. And you constantly forget. And when you remember to do it, you're a lot healthier. This stuff will blow you away. Plus, it funds our operation. we got the biggest sale of the year going right now at InfoWarsStore.com with promo code 1776. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and use promo code 1776 to get up to 60% off on these best-selling products. The lowest deal is 40%. 
Most of the sales are 60 or 50% when you use promo code 1776. There's too many products to tell you about them all. They're all kick-ass. They keep us on the air. Please continue to support, and I love you, and I thank you. 1776 at InfoWarsStore.com. Think about a world without InfoWars. Just take a moment and sit back and think about all the incredible guests and callers and stories we've broken together, this family that is InfoWars. Think about how InfoWars is cited by Joe Rogan and Tucker Carlson and Bolsonaro and other foreign leaders like Nigel Farage as being the main impetus towards firing up their main base to defeat the New World Order. The only reason humanity still in the fight today because the viewers and listeners of this broadcast have taken action and supported this show. I don't take the credit. I give you the credit. And now InfoWars is facing its darkest hours. It isn't going to give up. Without your support, we can be shut down. Please go to SaveInfoWars.com today. SaveInfoWars.com today and donate for our legal defense fund. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. American Journal, InfoWars.com, Band.Video. Please do share those links. Go to InfoWarsStore.com to support us. I think we'll start today talking about war, the war in Ukraine in particular. But again, I just I can't help but see the, this continuity of themes between all of these stories that we have today. And I really can't get over it. I went ahead and, and went and checked for myself this video from YouTube. It's called the world. Uh, the video is "Are We Ready for a New World Order?" It's by the World Government Summit, an official verified channel. The subscription says, "Dr. Anwar bin Mohammed Gargash, diplomatic advisor to the UAE president; Frederick Kemp, president and CEO of the Atlantic Council. I don't know what that is. Dr. George Friedman, founder and chairman of Geopolitical Futures. Dr. Pipa Malgrim." Malmgren, economist, former U.S. presidential advisor, share their views on a new world order in a session themed Are We Ready for a New World Order? moderated by Becky Anderson, CNN, at the hashtag World Government Summit. But luckily, luckily, thanks to YouTube, they're protecting us from fake news by telling us that the new world order is a conspiracy theory, which hypothesizes a secretly emerging totalitarian world government. See, the problem here is that it's not it's not secret anymore. It's just an emerging world government. So I guess it's not a conspiracy theory anymore. It's just conspiracy, although conspiracy, you know, means secrecy anyway. So I guess it's not a conspiracy anymore. It's just cooperation. It's just happening. It's just a thing that's going on. It is pretty wild. And of course, all the comments are hilarious. Uh, The top one at this point, the only conspiracy theory is that everything's going to be all right. The combination of the channel clip title and white and YouTube adding wiki link makes me think this is the ultimate screenshot of 2022. Thanks for the context, Wikipedia. I really just needed someone to tell me everything on the screen isn't actually happening. <laughs> Yesterday's conspiracy theory becomes today's fact. Funny how that always happens. <laughs> I mean, it's so good. Nobody's falling for their crap anymore. I love how 
uh, now they just flat out tell you. You think they would take precautions, move in the shadows, etc. But no, because there is no point. Truth is, people no longer care who's ruling them so long as he isn't rude and a new Marvel movie comes out every four months like clockwork. <laughs> Pretty freaking hilarious. When Hitler occupied France during World War II, he won over some French politicians, bankers, and intellectuals by saying he wanted to establish a new order in Europe, albeit a German-dominated one. After the war, it was Germans who pushed the European Union to be established. The phrase New World Order was mentioned several times by George Bush and the British Prime Minister Gordon. It was never fully defined for Americans. Anything that begins with the word new is enticing. To me, the phrase New World Order means one world government filled with elite, wealthy globalists who want to control the world's population with one digital currency, want to control where citizens can travel, want to control what you see on the internet, on television and newspapers, and instill 1984 Orwellian groupthink where freedom of expression and thought are discouraged, if not outlawed, where there's no Second Amendment right to bear arms, no freedom of press of press where everything you do and where you go is being tracked the new world order will assign you a social score which defines where you can go and what government services will be provided to you china is doing this now this is what biden the world economic forum and other elite nonprofit organizations want just look i mean that's it that sums it up doesn't it i mean that might as well be the description for the video itself that's exactly what they want i mean every comment there's not a single comment that's like Oh, I'm so glad they're organizing things for us. Thank you, world leaders, for treating us so nicely, for taking care of us. We're so dumb. We can't do it ourselves. We need your intervention and your supervision and your constant approval. Nobody likes these people. Nobody wants to be controlled like this. Nobody. Nobody in the world wants these elite weirdos gathering in some bizarre conclave in Zurich to have – Total oversight over everything they're allowed to do. Was this How I Learned to Love the New World Order by Joe Biden? That was pretty good. This is Counterpoint by Joe Biden, though. Why not breathe life into the UN Charter? What is this from? Can y'all print this out for me? I hadn't seen this before. We'll look at that. I just want to read more of these comments, though. I'm loving it. Conspiracy theory, a ridiculous label to limit freedom of thought through fear of being ridiculed. Not bad. The move towards global government hasn't been kept secret. It's just most people don't read the type of books which advocated for globalization, like Crane Brinton's from Mini One or Arnold J. Toynbee's One World in India. Toynbee wrote that nationalism was the world's enemy number one. That can be found on page 29 of his book. Toynbee also wrote that nationalism must be maintained until the greater objective could be achieved. The greater objective that he was referring to was world government. I believe that can be found in his book, A Study of History. We should defend ourselves. Lord is with us. God bless you all. <laughs> so, yeah, nobody, nobody's falling for this. Nobody likes this. Nobody. Uh, at 2030, you'll be happy and own nothing. People know. I mean, the InfoWars message has thoroughly and officially broken through to the mainstream. As I see on YouTube says, they're not even trying to hide it. Sovereignty is timeless. It is no way a relic unless one wishes to abuse the sovereignty of others. I got to say, it, it's kind of bizarre, but the YouTube comment section is like one of the last bastions of free speech on the internet. It's very weird how unregulated the YouTube comment section is, but this is like – and this is what all of the comment sections across the internet would look like without censorship. They would all look like this. All of Twitter, all of YouTube, all of Reddit, all of Facebook. It would all look like this if it weren't for the exercise of – you know, censorship by big tech over and over and over. And I want to clarify one thing. And this was brought up in the video that we showed of Alex talking about the New World Order and globalism earlier this week. 
where Alex is talking about, uh, you know, the idea that you can get uh, a tangerine in New Zealand into Texas in three days and you can eat, you know, fruit that's out of season because we have a global marketplace and how that's that's not necessarily a bad thing. But I'd say that there that there's a distinction that people often roll right over, and that's the distinction between globalization and globalism. Globalization is a natural consequence of the advance of technology. The distance between people becomes less and less meaningful as technology advances, whether it's just communication or transportation. It's just a factor of progress. It's sort of an upward slope. Unless there's some big catastrophe, the world will continue to get smaller and smaller and smaller in real terms. That's fine. That There's nothing wrong with that. That's different than, global, uh, than globalism. That's globalization. Globalization is just the fact that things are becoming more interconnected and we're able to you know, connect and communicate and work with people across the globe, and there's nothing really wrong with that. Globalism, on the other hand, is the idea that because that's the case, then national sovereignty should go away and that you should give yourself over completely to this idea. You know, It's like gravity is just a law of nature. Gravity just exists, right? Globalism just exists, or yeah, globalization just exists. It's just going to happen because that's how technology works. We progress forward. We rarely go backwards in that regard. So that's like gravity falling. Globalism is like saying, well, gravity exists, so let's throw ourselves off a cliff. Let's throw ourselves off a cliff. Let's give ourselves entirely over to this natural you know, progress without regard to whether it's a good idea or not. You can recognize that gravity exists, and that is probably a good thing that it exists, without surrendering yourself to the natural force of gravity, right? So you can have globalization. You can take advantage of an international community of cooperation without giving yourself over to a one-world government who's unelected, unaccountable, and unquestionable. These are not the same thing, and yet they're often interchanged, these two concepts, globalism and globalization. They're not the same thing at all. Apples and oranges. Uh, we'll get into some of the news about the new global government in a second. Once a tragedy reaches a level of national significance, American citizens should be allowed to basically question that event in any way that they deem fit. The First Amendment is unique in the world. That's what they want to take away, your ability to speak freely. So they're going to go for Mike Lindell next, or are they going to go for Steve Bannon, or are they going to go for Tucker Carlson? I studied the Globalists 30 years ago, but on air 28 years. And I knew they were planning all of this. And I warned the public as a modern Paul Revere. But I couldn't have done it without your support. And now, because we've been so successful warning the population of the planet, not just America, we're public enemy number one when it comes to the globalist agenda. That's why it's more important than ever to realize how successful InfoWars has been because of your past support. So I salute you and I thank you. And I ask you now, at the critical juncture of the battle, to redouble your efforts by visiting InfoWarsStore.com and getting amazing products that keep us on air. 1776 of the promo code. The destination is InfoWarsStore.com. And I thank you all for your support. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. You know, nobody started off hating Vladimir Zelensky. You know, it never starts off with our side being the extreme side. It's always in response to the extremity of the other side that you see the free-thinking people slowly like ramp up 
because we have to because it starts off with like them just being like, oh, Volodymyr Zelensky, he's, he's perfect, he's great, and he's wonderful. And we're like, well, you know, maybe, yeah, Russia shouldn't, certainly shouldn't be invading. So, yeah, we're, we're on the side of Ukraine. And then it's just like they just keep ramping it up, and they just keep like, oh, but you have to love but we have to give him billions of dollars. We have to go to war for him. Oh, yeah, we're giving him an Oscar. Oh, we, no, we love him. You know, you can't question him. Put a U- Ukrainian flag outside of your house. If you question Zelensky, you're a Russian agent. Sure, everything we say about the Ukraine war is a lie, from Snake Island to the ghost of Kiev to everything else, that you've, to chemical weapons and selling little children, all the other h- horrors that we make up on a daily basis. They all turn out to be lies, but you have to believe them. And if you dare question them, you are a Russian agent. So then the free-thinking people go from like – being lukewarm on you on Zelensky to the opposite to having an equal and opposite pushback to the intensity of the demand that you love him and so it becomes no screw that guy he should burn like screw him I I hate him we we all hate him now not because you know we just started out hating him because you people push so freaking hard it's impossible not to push back equally hard also, he's trying to get us into World War III and has stolen tens of billions of dollars from us. So, you know, kind of lots of reasons to despise this guy. And so this is one of those times where you get this like dichotomy, this just completely equal and opposite intensity feelings about, for example, what happened two days ago and the the mysterious missile landing on Poland. We don't know who shot it off, although the closest Russian missile is uh, 10,000 miles away. It could be them. We don't know. And so, you know, on one hand, you've got the free-thinking, open-minded, open-eyed people sort of seeing what's actually going on and having questions about what exactly the proof is that this was Russia and are we really going to start World War III off of a rumor and – Like, can we at least get some answers before we start launching the nukes? And then there's the other side, which, again, just accepts completely the bullcrap story. And the thing is, you know, the thing that you really have to understand is that these people aren't stupid. They aren't incapable of understanding what's going on. They know exactly what's going on. They understand that they are playing the part. They are playing a part in a giant charade. They understand completely that they are actors in a play that is being put on for the wider populace to unify the wider populace's concept of what's going on because you have all of these world leaders all saying the same thing. So we're going to go to just one of the cringiest videos ever. I don't know know which one we should go to first because, again, it's like you've got got these two opposite reactions. You've got the people in power, the people who are benefiting from this situation just acting like – just like bad actors, just – like B, C movie actors, you know, playing out their role and acting like Volodymyr Zelensky is untouchable. He's perfect. He is the best good that ever has existed. And, you know, everything he says is absolutely true. And, and we all love him so much. He's just like a good friend of ours. Uh, and then you have the other side of that, which is just normal people who treat Zelensky like what he is, which is a foreign corrupt leader, like, we don't love that guy. Why would we? And if he's if he's under you know attack for no reason, then we'll defend him. But if this is all just a consequence of his own corruption, then we don't have to feel sorry for him at all. So it's it's a very interesting dichotomy. And I, I don't know. I wish I could show you like both at the same time, but I can't. So we'll first. Let's just go to Tucker Carlson. We got this Tucker Carlson clip from yesterday where he really lays down this 
dangerous escalation. Kim.com posted the clip on Twitter saying, remember all the global leaders who had Zelensky address their parliaments, giving him standing ovations and chanting Slava Ukraini? This is the guy they were chanting for, a serial liar who keeps trying to start World War III by pulling NATO into a U.S. proxy war. Here's Tucker Carlson's clip from last night. The interesting thing and the thing that is relevant to us, Ukraine never admitted that. Zelensky kept lying on television. So when you run a country where the free press has been banned, as it has been in Ukraine, you may not realize that the rest of the world is not required to believe you. You can't throw them all in jail. So he kept telling you what you knew was not true. Quote, I have no doubt that this is not our missile, he said today. I believe that this was a Russian missile based on military reports. Again, that's not only untrue, it's a lie that could get millions of Americans killed. So you have to ask yourself, is it time to stop backing this guy? Could the risk be too high? He's lying on purpose to get us into a war? Maybe he's not worth supporting in the first place. Maybe he's just another corrupt Eastern European strongman in a tracksuit getting as rich as he can from American handouts. Pretty brutal. Absolutely true. Now let's go to clip number two here. Candace Owens, she gave a monologue talking about Zelensky. Again, another clear-eyed, free-thinking individual who's just simply coming to her own conclusions in real time with the information that she receives that can be validated or invalidated and then making a determination based on that. Here is uh, Candace Owens on her, in her uh, Zelensky monologue. He is just not a good character. But the media basically said, here's the thing. You either get on Team Zelensky or we are going to smear you as a pro-Putin puppet. I didn't take that bait because I don't care. Why, why would I care? It's so untrue. Candace, uh, it must be accepting funds from, from Putin. That's actually what they were trying to allege in the press, is that somehow every person who was sober in their analysis of recognizing that, mm, I don't know, something feels a little weird about this, feels a little weird about President Zelensky. We're being told he's a hero. He's very clearly got a stylist, right? He's wearing the same outfit almost every time you see him. Perfectly, the sleeves are rolled up. He's inviting the press and, and saying that, he, you know, he's fighting the good fight. It, it just feels like I'm watching a Netflix series, right? It feels like this is a Netflix series and whoever is styling him believes that this is what he should wear. There's no reason, by the way, that Zelensky is not wearing a suit every day. He is not, in fact, fighting on the ground. But he wants you to feel like he is, right? While him and his wife make time for Vanity Fair, while they make time for Vogue, while they make time to meet with Sean Penn, and take his Oscar and to record the moment while they make time to give a speech, as he did at the Grammys. But you're still supposed to feel that he's in the trenches, guys. He's just like you, which is why we should keep giving him billions of dollars. Well, just when I thought that it wasn't plausible that I could like Zelensky less, I, did, I really I said to myself, I actually can't like him less. He's the welfare queen of America, and I, I just, I'm at the bottom here. He went ahead and unlocked another basement of ways for me to dislike him. And it began yesterday with a tweet, okay? So Zelensky tweeted this yesterday. Had a call with the president of Poland, expressed condolences over the death of Polish citizens from Russian missile terror. We exchanged available information and are clarifying all the facts. All of, of course, we covered that uh, yesterday as well. And we'll play some more videos uh, on the other side and then show you what the World Economic Forum young leaders are saying it sounds a little bit different than Candace Owens, not exactly as candid as she is.
You know, she she makes a note there, I feel like I'm watching a Netflix movie. And that's that's how it feels. That, again, is sort of the theme of what we're working with here. It's a bunch of actors who are taking their parts very seriously. But they're – and like that, maybe that's – maybe that really is a good way to put it. It's like everybody here knows that the thing we're watching is a Netflix show. We know it's been written and scripted and planned out with actors reading their lines. Uh, but the actors are doing it in a way that they want to convince you that it's real, right? It's like a reality TV show where you can just tell all of the participants are acting. You can tell that all of what's going on has been pre-scripted, but they're trying to put across as if this is reality TV and they actually captured something real. It's it's pretty blatant now. Nobody's falling for it, but they're still acting as if we're all falling for it. They They really do think that if they just keep the con going and keep their confidence running then uh, they'll be able to pull one over on all of us. But we'll show you some more videos on the other side that shows this is not true in the slightest. And then we'll show you videos of, of the very, very poor acting that they're trying to use to pull this off. It's, uh, they should be ashamed of themselves. It's embarrassing. We always have our biggest sales of the year in November and December. And 2022 is no different. But now as we reach the midway point, the month of November, it's very important to understand that we have almost all of our great InfoWars Live products in stock. But most of them are very close to selling out. We won't get more for several months, give longer. Some will take three, four months to get back in. We're talking about DNA Force Plus. We're talking about X3, from a body's ultimate turmeric formula, vitamin mineral fusion, super mineral vitality. The list goes on and on. But despite the fact that they're all selling out, I want to pass these savings on to you, and we need funds in to continue operating. So this is a year-end blowout sale. 2023 will be here before we know it. So do your Christmas shopping early, support the InfoWar, boost your immune system and your overall well-being at InfoWarStore.com with the up to 60% off sale with promo code 1776 at checkout. Get these great products while you still can and support the InfoWar. Thank you. Why don't we talk about cryptocurrency? Because one of the ways that your audience, you encourage your audience to give you money is in cryptocurrency donations, right? Yes. And you have a page on your website that's just for cryptocurrency donations, right? Infowars.com forward slash crypto. Is that a little advertisement just there? Well, we're fighting the deep state. We need okay. money. All right. This is it. Give crypto fun Infowars. Sponsor us with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies, right? That will end up as a clip on your show tonight. Your advertisement for your cryptocurrency page. You know, I mean, I mean, people want to keep us in the fight. So I, I, I mean, I hope whoever the big whales are, they'll give us money before we keep doing it. We'll just keep, we'll just keep minting money as you're in this courtroom. Objection. Objection. All right, let's move on. And people care about the First Amendment. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about Ukraine and the just complete clown show that it is. Not even a clown show. It's a Netflix show. It's a Netflix series. It's produced by the same people. You know, they hire the same. People kind of like how they did uh, January 6th, the January 6th hearings that were orchestrated 
by uh, a major event producer that produces like award shows and stuff. Like this is all production for the consumption of the American people, yeah, the, the people of the world, but you know, the people of the West, whatever you want to call it. It's it's all a production. It's a show they're putting on for you. It has nothing to do with reality. It doesn't reflect reality in the slightest. It's a big. It reflects reality, like the the news reporting about Ukraine reflects reality just about as much as a reality show reflects reality. It's all scripted. It's all manufactured. The man is literally wearing a costume and standing in front of a green screen 90% of the time you see him. I mean, what do you call that? It's a Hollywood production. So this is this new Hollywood war, and, and it's not even new. I mean, they're back with the U.S.-Spanish war, US, uh, the war against Spain over Cuba, and the USS Maine exploding. Of course, it was it was very strangely, totally coincidental that um, the first person to report the explosion of the USS Maine from the Spanish harbor in the uh, yellow journalism days was uh, a Rothschild. Total coincidence. Don't look into that, but it was. And then you had whoever that big newspaper guy was. I'm blanking on the name right now. Hearst, I think it was. Yeah, William Hearst. You know, he was quoted as being like, you know, while the war is raging, being like, how do you like the newspaper's war? How do you like our war we're carrying out, right? It was all like they were – they realized that by using the media, you could sway public opinion, even sway them into war against another country by planting, you know, certain stories. And, you know, then after that, you had, you know, World War I, all these stories about like Germans bashing Belgian babies against walls and stuff and total lies, all all made up, totally manufactured. But they understood that they were the purveyors of truth. They were the ultimate arbiters of what America knew about the world around them. And so by using that power, they could trick Americans into war, into actual physical conflict with another country based on their lies. So, I mean, this is nothing new. It's just extremely sophisticated at this point. They've dialed down to a very fine point. And, of course, we saw this with uh, the, the war in Iraq as well, and it's amazing how easily the American populace is swayed by this sort of stuff. You've got – everybody recognizes now. I, I don't think you'll find one out of ten people on the street who say, yeah, the war in Iraq was a good idea. Like nobody thinks that. Everybody knows it was false. Everybody knows it was predicated on lies. Everybody knows that at this point. Apparently we can't hold anybody to account for this. Apparently the, they're untouchable, George Bush and Dick Cheney and the like. But everybody knows it was faked. But back in the day, you know, Michael Moore got booed off the stage at the Oscars for opposing the Iraq war. Everybody in America was fully on board. If you watch the mainstream media, that's what it seemed like. But of course, at the time, InfoWars was against the Iraq war, just like InfoWars was against the Ukraine war before it ever broke out. Alex Jones was warning you about it in October, the, you know, six months before the February invasion, telling you it will start in February. This is the plan of the New World Order. And of course, it came true. So I guess you can just tack up Ukraine, the Ukraine war on top of COVID, on top of 9-11, on top of the Iraq war and the Patriot Act and everything else that InfoWars has been right about from day one. You tack it on to Kyle Rittenhouse as well, right? I mean, it's not that difficult. You just look at the evidence available and you just think for yourself and you come to the correct conclusion. It's really not that hard. It's really not that difficult to do. Nobody else seems to be able to do it because they don't want to do it. They would rather play their part in this grand charade. So if you want to know what's going to happen in the future, if you want to get a clear-eyed, you know, thoughtful view about world events, I hope you come to InfoWars. 
you, you'll be a couple years ahead of everybody else, at least a couple months ahead of everybody else. And of course, that's only possible because we are supported by you, the American people. Everybody who gets money from corporations or from the government or from these NGOs, see, it's requisite on them. It is, it is required of them that they participate in the charade in order to get the money. We have no charade to participate in. What we participate in is the telling of truth, and we have nobody telling us to do otherwise. In fact, if we don't tell the truth, I think our supporters will stop supporting us. So we thank you so much for supporting us thus far. We ask you to continue to support us by going to InfoWarsStore.com. We make it easier for you to do it. The selling out mega blowout sale with all of these products that are going out, uh, going away rapidly, I and mean, we're selling out of these. You get up to 60% off these incredible products, and one by one, they will disappear from the store as we sell out our inventory. So go there now. Don't wait. Take advantage. Get DNA Force Plus, Vitamin D3 gummies, the Vitamin C with Zinc, Brain Force Ultra. All of these are 40 50 or 60% off at InfoWarsStore.com. And it feels so good to have a platform where we can just say this stuff and just talk about this stuff without having some producer come down and, oh, well, you should really, you should really be more uh, – we're, we're, we're in favor of Ukraine. Our polls show that Americans love Ukraine, so we have to stick with that. No, no, no. We love the people of Ukraine. We love the country of Ukraine. We love the country of Russia and the people of Russia. We don't love the psychopaths who are killing those people. So we're not going to be into the whole war thing. Sorry, sorry. We just don't like that kind of stuff. Now let's go to one final video of just what regular people and thinking, free-minded people think about Volodymyr Zelensky and the ridiculous false flag they tried to get us into World War III with. We'll go to clip number 12. This guy, he, he had a different name before, but I guess now he goes by Malcolm Flex on Twitter. That's his, that's his latest name, but uh, here's his. And again, I think this is just any thinking person's response. This is what it should be to Ukraine. Uh, let's go now to clip number 12. It's not so. Please, please tell us Volodymyr Zelensky is not lying. He never would do such a thing. Never, ever. Except for, you know, when he lied about how the Russians were trying to blow up Chernobyl and cause a nuclear holocaust in uh, Ukraine. Yeah, that was a lie. But other than that, he's never lied to us except for the fact when he said that the Russians were transporting chemical material and were going to set off a dirty bomb. That too was a lie. But then, I mean, outside of that, he's been pretty honest. Okay. Maybe not because then he also claimed that Russians were going to attack and set off a nuclear explosion in Zaporozhye. We found out that was a lie. (laughs) And, you know, at some point, We can have empathy for Volodymyr Zelensky in that his country is being invaded. But then at the same time, our empathy ends where the threat to our livelihoods and our lives begin. And this man's playing a dangerous game. And you might ask, what what on earth would motivate him to do so? Other than the fact that his country is being invaded. And to that, I will tell you all the money that Zelensky has made. And I say he is made because, again, we don't know where that money that we've been sending over there has been going to. You know, there's no accountability for that. A lot of the weapons that we send have been ending up on the black market over there in Europe. And then right after he comes out and acts like it was Russia 
that shot those missiles over in Poland, which we now found out that is probably Ukrainian S-300s. But, you know, that's a, st- <laughs> that's a tale for another time. He, the United States government comes out and asks for $37 billion more. Nope, nope, don't adjust your hearing aids if you're older. Yes, $37 billion. This man's playing a dangerous game right now. These operations, all of these attacks, all of these lies are inching us closer to an irreversible World War III. And I urge us to stop. And he's exactly right. And again, I just I just play all these videos because, you know, it's not just me saying this. Like everybody who just actually cares about wanting peace is on the same wavelength. I could show you videos from Marjorie Taylor Greene. I, sh- I could show you videos from Ron Paul. I could show you videos from anybody that actually – legitimately cares about peace everybody's on the same page about this people who aren't on the same page uh the world economic forum young leaders who have been appointed to positions of power in their various countries such as justin trudeau and rishi in uh, the uk this is how they're treating it let's go to clip number 14 as we watch again just the the poorly acted b-movie netflix produced saga of the war in ukraine here they are Hello, Vladimir. It's Rishi and Justin. I really wanted you to hear from us as friends. We absolutely know how difficult yesterday was. It was horrific for you and your country. It was so hard to bomb Poland. We have called it out in the session that we've just had. So difficult for you to uh, bomb Poland like that. And we made that point loud and clear uh, to to everyone who was here that what your country had to live through yesterday was unacceptable and represented yet more barbarity from the Russians. We stood united in condemning it. Rishi and I really wanted to to reach out to reassure you, uh, to show you we're standing with you, uh, and to say we're we're gonna uh, figure out this uh, step-by-step altogether. Thank you, Volodymyr, talk to you soon. Thanks, Volodymyr, so good to talk to you. Oh my God, we love you so much. Is anybody buying this? They're bad actors carrying out a bad script. The problem is, they might get us into World War III from it. Think about a world without InfoWars. Just take a moment and sit back and think about all the incredible guests and callers and stories we've broken together, this family that is InfoWars. Think about how InfoWars is cited by Joe Rogan and Tucker Carlson and Bolsonaro and other foreign leaders like Nigel Farage as being the main impetus towards firing up their main base to defeat the New World Order. The only reason humanity's still in the fight today is because the viewers and listeners of this broadcast have taken action and supported this show. I don't take the credit. I give you the credit. And now InfoWars is facing its darkest hours. It isn't going to give up. Without your support, we can be shut down. Please go to SaveInfoWars.com today. SaveInfoWars.com today and donate for our legal defense fund. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Third, or no, it's only it's only the second hour of American Journal. Second hour of American Journal has begun. We'll take your phone calls this hour. We'll be joined in the third hour by Reese Marrero, actually the editor. You know, he sits in that room right there. There he is, and edits the show. 
all day. So he'll he'll be uh, he'll be crossing over the barrier into the studio and sitting with us, and we'll be watching and commenting on his latest production about. Uh, Texas seceding or state secession, a peaceful divorce, the desperate attempt to avoid civil war while extricating ourselves from the tyrannical grip of the globalist warmongering psychopaths. So very excited to talk to him. We'll probably keep the phone lines open and just take your calls throughout the third hour as well. But for now, let's stick a little bit to Ukraine and then we'll move on to some of the other major stories, including that video of Chuck Schumer uh, just openly calling for replacement migration. We'll look, we'll look back on the we'll, – we'll treat it like YouTube. We'll have a warning. Uh, what you're about to hear is not, is not real. You're not hearing it. You're not seeing it. It's all in your imagination. It's a conspiracy theory. Now here are the most powerful people in the world telling you it's actually happening. It's incredible. I'm just – I'll never get over. I'll never get over that. It's so funny. The world, the world Government Summit having a New World Order meeting and YouTube chimes in to tell you it's conspiracy theory. It's just – I love it. I love it so much. So we just saw Justin Trudeau and, and Rishi, two of the most celebrated young leaders of the World Economic Forum, give a very heartfelt and a little bit gay welcome to uh, Volodymyr Zelensky, apologizing for how hard it must have been for him to launch a mis- missile into Poland to try to start World War III just so he doesn't have to give up a little bit of power. It's really incredible. This is not our missile. Zelensky contradicts NATO over Poland blast. I mean, it's just, you know, at a certain point, it's like you got to stop lying. You really got to, you really got to have some semblance of shame within you that prevents you from lying in such a hilariously bad way. It really does remind me of the, like, true crime stuff that that I watch where the person is just clearly, obviously guilty. He's just got, he's just like, he's caught at the crime scene with the weapon and he's like covered in blood and he's just like, I have no idea what you're talking about, and I didn't do it. It's like, dude, come on. Like, you got to stop lying at a certain point. Like, it's not good for anybody. We all know you're full of it. You're just embarrassing yourself at this point. Zelensky said Kiev had not seen proof that the missile was Ukrainian and said it was imperative that Ukraine become part of the investigation. Oh, I bet it is. Oh, I bet it's imperative that the fox guard the hen house. Just incredible. But again, you see the difference between the actors the world economic forum style players in this game who dress up in their costumes and then read their scripts about how brave and and incredible volodymyr Zelensky is now we must do everything to support ukraine and then you've got the other side which are the three uh, free thinking good people like for example marjorie taylor green who took to the house floor to call for an audit of every single penny that's been sent to ukraine let's watch that now We've watched tens of billions of dollars be sent to defend another nation's border that is not our own. Every single day, our border is invaded by people from foreign lands and also by drugs. Over 300 people are dying every single day. Americans are dying every single day from fentanyl poisoning. Yet the Biden administration and this Congress has not done anything to protect our nation's border and the American people. Just to remind everyone, the building that we're standing in, the federal government, and everyone's paychecks here is paid by the American taxpayers. And the American taxpayers and the American people deserve to have a secure border and deserve the protection of the federal government from the Mexican cartels that funnel drugs into America to kill Americans. 
I'm calling for an audit of every single penny that has been sent to Ukraine, including aid money and any other monies that have been given to the Ukrainian government to defend their national security where our national security has been ignored. This must be done. It has to be done as soon as possible for the American people. They deserve transparency and they deserve Questioning to where money where goes money in Ukraine? Goes. That's how you get your ass impeached, lady. That's Trump. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's The American Journal. You know, that last video was, was a, a nice little segue, I think. Marjorie Taylor Greene demanding an investigation into the money, the tens of billions of dollars that has been spent on Ukraine to protect their border while our border is wide open. It's not an either-or sort of situation, but it's a good good point since at the end of the day it is about border control. Frankly, it's – what it represents is a failure of Putin on a strategic level. Honestly, if you could go back in time, wouldn't it have been more effective for – Vladimir Putin to just offer like $20,000 checks to any Russian that would be willing to cross the Ukrainian border illegally and settle there. Like instead of going in with armies and and tanks and missiles and drones, what if just over the course of a year, he just outnumbered the Ukrainians in that area 10 to one by flooding in illegal immigrants. And then if Vladimir Zelensky tried to stop them, you know, he, Vladimir Putin would go on TV and say these these poor, innocent refugees are seeking solace in Ukraine and this this vile monster Zelensky is driving them out. How dare he? And you'd watch the, the liberals sort of twitch and, and start to spasm as they try to as they try to align their beliefs with their hatred of Russia. It'd be it's a much better strategy. It's on it's a much more sophisticated strategy. It's slower. It's not as sudden. It's, you know, you can't just capture a thing and then it's, you know, you got to wait for decades slowly for the demographic tide to turn. I think that would have been a better move from him. After all, we're seeing it succeed wildly here in the United States, the same invasionary tactic. Governor Greg Abbott declares migration to Texas through U.S. border, uh, U.S. Mexico border to be an invasion. And again, this, you know, falls into our theme of today, which is the completely the vast gulf between the two sides of certain topics you know there there used to be a time i remember it it was in my lifetime that like a lot of the topics that we that we talk about the two sides weren't too far away from one another right abortion might be a good example back in the day back in the 90s back with bill clinton it used to be safe effective or you know safe and rare whatever their little phrase was right it should, it should be rare, but when it does have to happen, we'd like for it to be safe. And it's like, you know what, that's that's pretty reasonable, but I think we should try to limit it as much as possible. Like there's a little bit of nuance, and but both sides were fairly close. Now it's we want to kill babies after they're born versus, you know, your your 12-year-old rape victim incest baby, you know, can't be aborted. And it's like, is this a, is this helpful for anybody or the border or, or, you know, the war in Ukraine as we just discussed? You know, at the beginning it was – People saying, well, you know, I don't I don't hate Zelensky, but I don't want to 
necessarily go to war against. Now it's just like we have to go to World War III and launch nukes and, and fight Russia. NATO has to expand and we have to put nuclear weapons on Russia's border and we have to provoke them into conflict so we can you know, enact Article 5 in order to destroy the entire world versus like – Let's just hang Zelensky in the town square and be done with it. It's like the extremity to which the two sides now find themselves is uh, really irreconcilable. And the migration topic is a great example of that. We're on one side. You've got Greg Abbott saying there is an invasion into Texas. And if you just look at the numbers, it is undeniable. I think I have him here. Bill Malugin from Fox News. CBP reports that there were 200 30,678 migrant counters at the border in October. In October, folks. I, mean, I, I, I even struggled to, to comprehend these numbers. So when, when Chuck Schumer says 11 million migrants, 11 million illegal immigrants are in America, understand that that was the number it was in 2016. If you've got a quarter million crossing in a single month, what do you think the number is now? We have no idea because nobody keeps track of it because they want it to happen. And by not keeping track of it, you can pretend you don't know it's happening. But my God. So you've got and, – and this is the year-over-year year change. Uh, what the heck? First, oh, the first fiscal month of uh, 20, uh, 2023. All right, that's confusing. But this year, in October, it was 230,000. Last year, it was 164,000. The year before that, it was 71,000. The year before that, it was 45,000. The year before that, it was 60,000. So obviously there's a, a slowdown during the COVID year. But each year, we've seen this number you know, go up by at least 50%. Completely unsustainable. Well, the next year, it's going to be half a million. The year after that, it'll be a million. What, what, what will America look like if we have a million people crossing the border a month? You think that's unreasonable? Why? What's going to stop it? You think there's not enough people on Earth? There's not people on Earth. There's not people in South America. They could keep that going uh, for a very long time. They're not just coming from South America. They're coming from all over and crossing the southern border. But again, you've got uh, Governor Abbott saying, hey, look, 230,000 people crossing a border in a single month, probably more than the entire Russian force in Ukraine at this point, right? Full-on invasion, probably greater in number than the invasion into Ukraine from Russia. It is, clearly a, it is clearly an invasion. It is clearly undeniably an invasion. Now, one side says we probably shouldn't have a totally open border with people crossing by the you know, a quarter million in a single month. And on the other side, you have people like Chuck Schumer paving the way for this to happen, greasing the wheels, increasing this number in every possible way by promising amnesty to anybody who can get across the border. Here's the speech that Chuck Schumer gave yesterday where he just full-throatedly endorses replacement migration. Just it's – I know. I know YouTube will give you the warning. Replacement migration. It is a white supremacist canard. It is a conspiracy theory of Nazi origin, and if you – you know, spread this lie. You too are condemned as a KKK member, a hateful bigot who just despises anybody who's not white. Uh, but if you're for it, then you're good and you're a loving person. That's the way that it works. So let's go now to clip number nine. Here's Chuck Schumer saying, yes, we are going to replace you with foreigners. That's our plan. 
Now more than ever, we're short of workers. Uh, we have a population that is not reproducing it on its own with the same level that it used to. The only way we're going to have a great future in America is if we welcome and embrace immigrants, the dreamers, and all of them, because our ultimate goal is to help the dreamers but get a path to citizenship for all 11 million or however many undocumented there are here. All 11 million or, or 20 or 30 million, however many million, tens of millions there are here, they all get a, a, a path to citizenship. In other, in other words, total amnesty, break our laws and be rewarded for it. So again, on one side, you've got people attempting to stop the open invasion. And on the other side, it's not people who are just blasé about it and don't have a feeling one way. No, no, they're they're completely in favor of it they are facilitating it in every possible way they can they're covering up the effects of it they're covering up the true scale of it while encouraging it endlessly with their rewards for breaking our law matt walsh even matt walsh says this is literally the great replacement clearly outlined by chuck schumer but again this is the way this is the way it always works if you talk about something in a negative way, you're a conspiracy theorist and you must be shut up. If you talk about exactly the same phenomenon in exactly the same terms, what you say, it's it's positive, it's a good thing and you're for it, then you are an enlightened, you know, intelligent member of the New World Order. It really is incredible. Last year, Schumer joined with the Anti-Defamation League in calling for Tucker Carlson to be deplatformed for spreading the anti-Semitic and racist lie of replacement theory, otherwise known as the Great Replacement. Chuck Schumer said, I implore you to immediately cease all dissemination of false white nationalist, fall right conspiracy theory on your network, said Guardian of Israel Chuck Schumer. Self-declared, by the way. You know, and then you look at like... uh, you know, one big scandal of Chuck Schumer, you can find it on his Wikipedia page, was the fact that he supported EFRAT, which is the Israeli organization against abortion, uh, because you know when it comes to Israel, it's imperative that they have replacement population in order to you know continue their population growth. Never once will they consider immigration to be a solution to a declining population. But in America, that is undeniable, and if you disagree, you're a racist. Until about 150 years ago, cultures all over the world believed that people got sick and died in many cases in the winter because of something called vapors. They associated these poisonous vapors with cold weather. Of course, it wasn't the cold weather or catching a chill that killed people. What was killing people was a lack of vitamin D3. You see, the sun via your skin helps your body produce vitamin D3. But if you're not getting enough sun, you will not produce vitamin D3, and then it's very easy for viruses and other things to start replicating and taking your body over. So now it's more important than ever, because the winter's here, to take high-quality vitamin D3, and we have the best with our vitamin D3 gummies with calcium for better upload into your body for 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com with promo code 1776. Don't wait. Support the InfoWar and your immune system with vitamin D3 gummies at InfoWarsStore.com. It's the fourth coin that we've released in the last year, and I believe the most powerful, the man in the arena coin, Teddy Roosevelt. Citizen of a republic, the man in the arena. There's only 10,000 of this coin in existence in the world. It will never be made again. 
It's not just an amazing historic coin. It funds the information war against the globalists. This is something you want to hand down to your grandchildren. This is something you want to own. And as a fundraiser, it is funding the information war against the globalists. Ladies and gentlemen, 10,000 coins are available. They'll sell out very quickly. Please be part of history. And thank you all for your support. You can go to 1776coin.com or you can go to patriotcollectibles.com and secure this coin. There's only 10,000 of this coin in existence and it funds the info war. Man in the Arena coin, Teddy Roosevelt, 1776. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Back, folks, we'll go and open up the phone lines right now. The number to dial is 1-877-789-2539, 1-877-789-2539. You know, I didn't even realize it, but the story from InfoWars actually calls out the uh, FRAT thing from Chuck Schumer. Senator Schumer calls for amnesty for 11-plus million illegals because American population is, quote, not reproducing on its own. And that's the other thing, right? It's exactly like what I – said yesterday i said there's there's two ways to look at the new horrifying news that not out, not out of a consequence of culture or ideology but strictly as a physical matter americans cannot produce the sperm required to replace themselves in population to procreate at replacement levels uh, utterly horrific when you hear that like you should recognize this should probably take precedent over any other issue as we work to reverse and fix that problem because what's happening is you've got the physical collapse of sperm compounded by the cultural influence the cultural zeitgeist that is demanding the people not have children or at the very least delay having children until it's too late to have very many you've got to go to college you've got to get a job you've got to focus on your work you've got to live free-spirited and you don't want to be tied down in your 20s so by the time you're you know actually ready to settle down and have a kid not only are you physically less able to do it men and women but primarily women physically less able to you know have kids you're going to have to rely on some sort of intervention like ivf or something else and even if you are able to have kids at that point you're only going to be able to have like one or two before you're 40 and the carton is empty as they say so you know it's the actual physical collapse with the uh, you know, estrogen, uh, estrogen mimickers and atrazine and all of the chemicals and plastics that are poisoning us and destroying our testosterone, which lessens our ability to produce sperm, compounded by the cultural influence. And all of this is, of course, by design and on purpose, as you can tell, because then they get up in front of you know, the cameras and say, yeah, this is happening. So now we need more immigrants. Now we need more migrants. Now we need more of what we already wanted anyway. Now we have another excuse to bring in more. For what? What are you trying to save? The economic system? Is that who you serve? Is that who elected you? Did the GDP elect you to be senator? Or are there people that live here and that are America? We, the people are America. The economic system is not America. The land is not America. The people are America. But we're being replaced. So that's how it works. I didn't realize that this article actually goes into the hypocrisy of Chuck Schumer in this. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene brought it up. If Chuck Schumer is so concerned about the reproduction of Americans, then he should adamantly oppose abortion, commented Marjorie Taylor Greene. That's 63 million Americans, which is far greater than 11 million illegal aliens. 
Yeah, but then they're Americans. Then they've been born here and they have a certain standard of living that they expect. Now, when you can bring in immigrants from the third world and you know, simply living in a moderately safe country is a step up from the you know, war-torn hellhole that they come from, uh, then you can basically get them to work for nearly free and, and it's essentially slave labor, which is why they love immigration so much. But also you know, all of this is necessitated by the Ponzi scheme of social security that requires an ever-growing population. So you have a system that requires ever-growing population and then you introduce chemicals and policies that decrease the ability of Americans to reproduce. And you celebrate that and you push abortion, which destroys the ability to reproduce. And then you say, well, we need immigrants now to carry on the system that we instituted and then we undermined. It's really incredible the way they do this. But then they actually have this uh, thing, friendsofeffort.org, which is, of course, the organization that Chuck Schumer is a part of and supports and goes to their events in Israel. Uh, Pro-life, pro-Israel. Preventing abortions is a key to Israel's survival as a Jewish state. There are close to 50,000 abortions in Israel every year, many of which are due to economic concerns that can be prevented. The Crib Efrit organization saves the lives of over 3,000 children in Israel every year by providing financial and social support to pregnant women in distress. Let's be clear. This is a good thing. I like this. This is good. The people of Israel shouldn't be replaced by foreigners, in my opinion. They also shouldn't aggressively attack their neighbors and keep their neighbors in a state of you know, living death in an open-air prison in Palestine. I'm against their imperial, imperialistic ambitions. But this is a good thing. If women are aborting their babies because they can't afford it, can our government not give them a little, little extra help up? They can have a baby and live a fulfilling life and actually you know, progress your nation? I mean, this is a good thing, I think. It's just that if you want this for your country but not for the one that you're a senator in, there's an issue there. There's a bit of an issue. I don't know if it's anti-Semitic to say that. I guess that would be implying that it's Semitic to do such a thing. Israel is currently fighting for a demographic war for her survival, Effort says. As we go to print, Israel's borders are in jeopardy. The Arab birth rate is about double the Jewish birth rate. General Uzi Dayan, speaking to the director of the Council of National Security, announced demographic projections forecast an Arab majority in Israel by the year 2020, less than 15 years from now. My God. My God. An Arab majority? I mean, just replace the word, uh, you know, Jew with white and um, Arab with black, and it's just like the most racist thing you've ever heard, <laughs> right? Uh, yes, it's uh, very dangerous, uh, fighting a demographic war for her survival. Absolutely incredible. Preventing, you know, preventing abortions is the key to America's survival as a white state. Yeah, it wouldn't sound the same, would it? When asked by Mondo Weiss why Schumer supports abortion in America but opposes it in Israel, his office refused to comment. I don't know. Seems typical to me. Seems like the exact thing you would expect from old, old Chucky over there. I don't know why they keep electing him, but they do. He keeps winning his elections, so we'll keep having to deal with him. Won't be scared away by the ADL from actually talking about what's actually going on with actual people in our actual government. Acting like it's some sort of conspiracy theory when it's right in front of our faces. Pretty insulting if you ask me. I want to go down to uh, – we don't quite have time. I've got a really incredible video about newly declassified military tech that I want to go to very soon. I also have a video that's been making the rounds a bit on Twitter, but 
we've actually been able to get a much higher quality video, and we'll show that exclusively here. You know, we still have a lot to uh, we have still a lot to talk about in today's episode. We'll be taking your phone calls in the next segment. I'll show you that video of the incredibly high tech military surveillance technology that truly give you a a new appreciation of the ability of the new world order to observe everything you do at any particular time if they choose to do it we'll show you that in the next segment as we continue today's broadcast i do want to tell you to go now to infowarstore.com take advantage of the selling out fast mega blowout sale with up to 60 percent off our top selling products for just the second time in infowars store history we are announcing a selling out mega blowout sale even though many of our top-selling products are in limited supply and won't be back in stock until next year, we're putting them all, all on sale for up to 60% off. They're in limited supply, so be sure to act fast and order today. BrainForce Plus is 60% off. Knockout Sleep Support is 50% off. And man, if, you, if there's just one product that you want to try, I would say go with Knockout. Knockout is absolutely incredible, and I don't know anybody, except maybe my wife. My wife falls asleep like it's, like it's blinking. It's crazy how fast some people just fall asleep but if you're like me sleep has always been an issue for you and knockout can help you help you overcome that so even if you have lifelong issues with getting to sleep just give knockout a try it's 50 percent off right now infowarsstore.com and uh if you don't like it let us know but you're gonna love it we always have our biggest sales of the year in november and december and 2022 is no different. But now as we reach the midway point, month of November, it's very important to understand that we have almost all of our great InfoWars Live products in stock. But most of them are very close to selling out. We won't get more for several months. Give longer. Some will take three, four months to get back in. We're talking about DNA Force Plus. We're talking about X3. We're talking about Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula, Vitamin Mineral Fusion, Super Mineral Vitality. The list goes on and on. But despite the fact that they're all selling out, I want to pass these savings on to you, and we need funds in to continue operating. So this is a year-end blowout sale. 2023 will be here before we know it. So do your Christmas shopping early, support the InfoWar, boost your immune system and your overall well-being at InfoWarStore.com with the up to 60% off sale with promo code 1776 at checkout. Get these great products while you still can and support the InfoWar. Thank you. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. Go out to your phone calls here in a second. So I, I can't help it. I just see all these connections between things. Uh, Clown World on Twitter. San Francisco launches transgender guaranteed income program. So transgender people, if you're low income in San Francisco, will receive $1,200 a month in support. It's just like, can you imagine being somebody struggling to get by? You hardly manage to feed your family or working two jobs. You're trying to raise your kids. You're doing everything you can to get by. And then your neighbor, who's just like some dude, puts on a dress and gets 1200 bucks a month. Like, it's easy. You just have to cut your genitals off. It's like, how, how insulting 
How insulting. <laughs> That's it. How insulting that is. And then, of course, uh, there's this other story where they say, you know, they're, they're just still talking about uh, Joe Biden's plan to pay off student loans. And again, it's just like imagine paying off your student loan and the, you know, unemployed reject that you live with gets theirs paid off for them. It's just everything our country does, our government does, incentivizes stupidity, incentivizes bad behavior. It's just if you are normal and if you are responsible, you will be punished by the American government. If you fail to uphold your debts, you know, pay off your debts, if you fail to you know, participate in society in any meaningful or beneficial way, you will be rewarded by our government thoroughly. So, I mean, I, I, don't know what, I don't know what this order is other than just a bribe to try to get people to be transgender, be transgender, and we'll pay you, what, fourteen, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 a year? What type of government program is that? What type of, you know, Weimar nonsense are we entering into? I don't think the, I don't think, Weimar Germany ever got this bad. So they're literally paying people to be transgender. That's what our government is doing. How this benefits anybody? It doesn't. I mean, nobody can say how it does because it doesn't. So they're just doing it, I guess. Do you want to be the office that hires a trans person to come in and dictate (laughs) what you may or may not call them and or everybody else in the office? You know, maybe maybe you're right. Maybe. Uh-huh. I mean, do they even try San to Francis- justify I, it? I'm thinking San Francisco's been there, done that. And they're like, you know what? You can be as trans as you want. We'll pay for you to stay out of the workforce. I mean, the, the thing is that their entire... What if you had to spend eight hours a day? <laughs> don't, don't finish that sentence. No, but what if... Uh, but, I, yeah, I mean... I don't know. I don't know. It's all, it's all just so stupid. It's all just so stupid. I, I don't even think they try to justify it in any reason, uh, reasonable way. All right, I'm going um, to save this tech video for the next segment. Let's go now to clip number three here. Uh, this has been going around a little bit on Twitter, but the vi- version that's going around is somebody like filming their TV screen. It's terrible. So we went and actually the, the crew just now grabbed the clip from the movie itself. It's from a movie called tar and i guess kate blanchett's supposed to be the bad guy in this movie is what i understand but uh she clearly is the good guy in this scene let's go now to clip number three it was posted on twitter by somebody saying i don't think i've ever heard somebody obliterate gender identity as gracefully as kate blanchett uh here's this clip from the movie tar there's a humility in Bach. he's not pretending he's certain about anything that it's always the question that involves the listener. It's never the answer, right? Now, the big question for you is, what do you think, Max? (sighs) You play really well. But nowadays, white male cis composers, just not my thing. Don't be... So eager to be offended. The narcissism of small differences leads to the most boring conformity. I guess Edgar Varese is okay. 
I mean, like, I kind of, anyway. Oh, well, then you must be aware that Verez once famously stated that jazz was a Negro product exploited by the Jews. Didn't stop Jerry Goldsmith from ripping him off for his Planet of the Apes score. It's kind of a perfect insult, don't you think? But you see, the problem with enrolling yourself as an ultrasonic epistemic dissident is that if Bach's talent can be reduced to his gender, birth, country, religion, sexuality, and so on, then so can yours. Now, someday, Max, when you go out into the world and you guest conduct for a major or minor orchestra, you may notice that the players have more than light bulbs and music on their stands. They will also have been handed rating sheets, the purpose of which is to rate you. Now, what kind of criteria would you hope that they would use to do this? Your score reading and stick technique or something else? All right, everyone. Using Max's criteria, let's consider Max's thing. In this case, Anna Boavaz-Dotir. Now, can we agree on two pieces of observation? One, that Anna was born in Iceland, and two, that she is, in a Waldorf teacher kind of way, a super hot young woman. Show of hands. All right, now let's turn our gaze back to the piano bench up there and see if we can square how any of those things possibly relate to the person we see seated before us. Where are you going? And you are a robot. I mean, unfortunately, the architect of your soul appears to be social media. You want to dance the mask, you must service the composer. You've got to sublimate yourself, your ego, and yes, your identity. You must, in fact, stand in front of the public and God and obliterate yourself. <laughs> pretty brilliant. I have to say, that was pretty brilliant. Apparently, she's supposed to be the bad guy in this. I don't know. I think the... the petulant racist weirdo on the piano bench was the bad guy in that the narcissism of small differences leads to the most boring conformity fact check true Uh, let's go to your phone calls now we've got sean in california who wants to talk about the narrative shift that's been overlooked after the election what do you mean by that sean you're on the air well harrison uh, one, this call is going to get a little bit awkward for you because it's going to be some narrative shift. I've been, you know, watching you on Band Video, and uh, haven't called him for a little while because I was watching on that platform. And you know, there's some evenings where the narrative's got you down, bro. You're not smiling as much, and you and Owen are both sharp dressers. You need to smile to augment that. So I'm bringing you three points in the narrative that are definitely going to bring a smile to your face. Are you ready for me to blast, uh, blast them out there? Do it. All right. First one: the morning of our midterms. While everyone was focused on that, a fellow named Evelyn Rothschild uh, started pushing up daisies. Now, I'm not one to be morbid, but I kind of look at that as a good sign. Yeah, yeah, we reported, we, we, we reported on that on that day, and I, I believed I was rather vicious to the, to the late Rothschild, yes. Oh, that that was funny. I, I managed to miss out on that, but I was I am at work half the time. Check, when out, the show starts, check out the so. Daily Dispatch on uh, Tuesday morning. We'll do. Definitely will do then. And, uh, you know, next item going along with this, there's a uh, TikTok video that's very viral. A very wise uh, young researcher on TikTok, 
he uh, looked up in Revelation. He, he was curious about the throne of the Antichrist. It's wherever the martyr Antipas was slain, which turns out to be Geneva, Switzerland, which happens to have 33 world organizations based there. Huh, imagine that. We also know what else is running around Switzerland there in terms of the Large Hadron Collider. Yep. So, All right, final, final point. We've got, we got 30 seconds left. What's the final uh, point here, Sean? Final point. Organic Act 1871 was null and voided by the folks at national-assembly.net. Uh, that process means that the United States Corporation is ready for we the people to run it. There's no need for secession. It's just firing the corporation and replacing them. Interesting so, stuff, Sean. Thanks for those calls. I'll try to smile more just for you. One of the ways that your audience, you encourage your audience to give you money is in cryptocurrency donations, right? Yes. Infowars.com forward slash crypto. That will end up as a clip on your show tonight. Objection. Your advertisement for your cryptocurrency page. People care about the First Amendment. And in the cryptocurrency, the cryptocurrency page, people can give you in Bitcoin. Yes. Yes. Ethereum, right? Yes. As well as XRP, Monero, Litecoin, USD coin, Dogecoin, and Stellar. This is it. Give crypto fund InfoWars. Sponsor us with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Thanks to your donations and your support at InfoWarsStore.com, InfoWars is able to broadcast free worldwide, combating the lies of the Great Reset. Give crypto fund InfoWars. Donate now. InfoWars.com forward slash crypto. At the time of cutting this announcement, we are halfway into the month of November 2022. We're running the biggest sale of the year right through December. But many of our best-selling products will sell out in the next week to two weeks and will not be back in stock for at least two to three months. So now is the time to get up to 60% off exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com on amazing products like X3, Vitamin Mineral Fusion, Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula, DNA Force. Plus, Ultimate Krill Oil, Ultimate Fish Oil. There are so many other incredible products available at InfoWarsStore.com. It would take an hour to list them all. My book, The Great Reset, The War for the World, unsigned copies and signed copies, again available at InfoWarsStore.com. Please do your Christmas shopping early and support the InfoWar at this critical juncture for America and the future of the world. Again, the biggest sales of the year running now. Most of the products are still in stock, but not for long at InfoWarsStore. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. Still so much to talk about on today's program. And of course, we go back out to your phone calls this segment. Uh, breaking. As we're speaking, Representatives Comer and Jim Jordan are holding a press conference about launching an investigation into the Biden family. We have video from that press conference. It took place just minutes ago, and we go to that video now. Releasing a report today that details what we have uncovered. We're also sending letters to the Biden administration officials and Biden family associates renewing our request for voluntary production of documents relevant to this investigation. This is an investigation of Joe Biden the president of the United States, and why he lied to the American people about his knowledge and participation in his family's international business schemes. 
National security interests require the committee conduct investigation, and we will pursue all avenues, avenues that have long been ignored. Committee Republicans have uncovered evidence of federal crimes committed by and to the benefit of members of the president's family. These include conspiracy or defrauding the United States, wire fraud, conspiracy to commit wire fraud, violation of the Foreign Agents Registration Act, violations of the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act, violations of the Trafficking Victims Protection Act, tax evasion, money laundering, and conspiracy to commit money laundering. The Biden family's business dealings implicate a wide range of criminality from human trafficking to potential violations of the Constitution. In the 118th Congress, this committee will evaluate the status of Joe Biden's relationship with his family's foreign partners and whether he is a president who is compromised or swayed by foreign dollars and influence. I want to be clear. This is an investigation of Joe Biden, and that's where the committee will focus in this next Congress. I now turn. Oh, boy, that is pretty bombshell. You notice what they did there and how it's different than when you hear press conferences about Donald Trump being investigated is uh, they actually listed real crimes that were actually violated, like actually committed instead of just uh, we're going to investigate his business dealings. That's not what you're supposed to do. That's not lawful or legal or good. No, this was here are the statutes he's violated. We have evidence of it, and we are now launching a full investigation. Impeachment would be the first you know, thing to happen after this, but jail time would be more appropriate. So there it is. The Republicans have launched an investigation into things as extreme as human trafficking by Joe Biden and his family. That is good to see, and of course that's the result of the Republicans finally taking the House and actually having a majority in the Congress. However, unfortunately, McConnell has won the Senate leadership election. He overcame a challenge by Scott, and uh, that's not good news, but it was sort of predictable. And then finally in our you know, political update here. This is by uh, Cambry, Cam V TV on Twitter. She says, I got confused over the same-sex marriage bill. I thought it was already legal. My cousin is gay, and he got married years ago. So I looked into the bill. Ah, it will allow the IRS to revoke the tax-exempt status of churches that hold fast to traditional marriage. Religiously affiliated adoption centers and foster care providers would also be forced to close down for the same beliefs. And small business owners who choose to only support traditional marriage would be able to be sued under this law so yeah we do we do now have a total violation of the first amendment in that we have a state religion it's not christianity it doesn't actually have a a form or a god it's just moral imperatives of a religious spiritual nature that are enforced on churches mosques temples here in the United States. So the government is now the arbiter of your morality. The First Amendment is being murdered as we speak, and the legacy of the founders is being torn to shreds at this very moment. Pretty incredible stuff. Now to your phone calls. Andrew from New York wants to talk about the Pennsylvania Senate. Thanks for calling in. Andrew, you're on the air. InfoWars American Journal. Um, I called in a few weeks ago. I was running for the Pennsylvania uh, Senate. Yep. Um, you showed a, um, the Lindell like, report. They had the Edison report that um, it looked like they definitely cheated a lot of Ciderman. 
and Oz didn't get many votes, so I wanna I wanna recount, I wanna audit. I think I won. Oh right, yeah, you're running for it. Well, we'll see. I mean, uh you know, Fetterman has already been um you know, packed up and shipped to Washington DC. They they uncrated him uh a few days ago, and so his wife is there. So yeah, you Andrew, you, Andrew Asherson, uh InfoWars future senator. Trump Q twenty two. Start laying the groundwork right now, Andrew. You have our, our full support. Thank you very much for the call. Let's go to Jeremy in FEMA Region five. You're talking about a Supreme Court case that I'm not aware of. Supreme Court case twenty two dash three eighty. Uh what is this, Jeremy? Thanks for calling in. You're on the air. Uh morning, brother. How you doing? Good, thank you. Uh what the court case two two dash three eight zero. It's Roland J. Brunson Burns. Alma Adams and etc. The etc. is 383 uh, elected officials. <laughs> so, um, and let me just read through this right quick for you. A serious conflict exists between decisions rendered from the court and the lower appeals court, along with constitutional provisions and statutes in deciding whether or not the trial over has jurisdiction to try the merits of this case. This case uncovers a serious national security breach that is unique in his first impression and is due to the serious nature of this case. It involves the possible removal of a sitting president and vice president of the United States, along with members of the United States Congress, while deeming them unfit from ever holding office under federal, state, county, local government, um, governments found within the United States of America. And at the same time, the trial court also has the authority to be validated by the court to a uh, authorize a swearing-in of legal and rightful heirs, the president and vice president of the United States. All right, this so, so, well, so hold on. Just, just sum it up for me. What's, yeah. what, what are they, what are they uh, referencing here? This, this is a failure, failure to investigate all the crimes that were committed during the 2020 election. Uh-huh. It's not a, they're not calling for treason, but it's a failure to investigate, and they can remove the sitting president, vice president, speaker of the House, and then the 380 other three people listed, which are congressmen, senators, it, this is the first time the court is actually hearing a case in regarding the 2020 election. So oh. I'm not saying that it's a shoe-in. Well, but it, has, it, 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 has it been accepted by the Supreme Court yet, or it's just being presented oh, to them for consideration? Well, they've already given it a, a case number. So, I mean, I'm, I'm a layman, Harrison, you know. So maybe have Norm Patterson maybe take a look at this and, you know, he can dig into it and he would have the legal mind to understand all the nuances of it. So it it, it looks like they have until close to the end of November to comment on it. So I think it's presented to them then they're going to review it and then comment. And then they get to decide whether they, they take it or not. Well, that, that's exciting. We have it now. 22-380. Uh, we'll look into it and, yeah, see if we can't get uh, somebody with knowledge to uh, chime in on that and tell us what's going on. Thank you very much uh, yeah. for the call, Jeremy. I, I'm going to try to get some other callers here, but I appreciate it. And we're taking notes and, and have that case now. Thank you for bringing that to our attention. We do miss things, folks. We're on. We're on, We're looking at the news 24-7, but things still slip by. So that's why we take your calls uh, and then – you know, appreciate your informing us of these things. Let's go to uh, Josh in Tennessee. You want to talk about the long-term plan of the immigration flood, which is overwhelming our country at this point to an absurd degree. You're on the air, Josh. Thanks for calling in. Hey, I like uh, predictions and uh, 
the direction of this uh, news to me kind of seems similar to what's happening with like defund the police where you create chaos and then through the chaos you can you know overreach and just do more as a government like the government can just step in and mm-hmm. implement digital IDs and digital currency because there's so many people that they need to now control right so what, what are your views on that no i think you're exactly i mean i think it's it's literally their only tactic and they do it over and over again and it always works because Americans can't seem to remember when it happened last time. I mean whether it's COVID or defund the police, I mean they create the conditions of chaos that they then take advantage of to implement what they wanted anyway before the chaos ever even started. So yeah, uh, I, I think you're exactly right on how it's going to happen. Well, what's the solution? The The solution is guarding the border. The solution is actually enforcing our laws. Again, this is the frustrating part is that the solution to all of these problems is just do things normal. (laughs) It's just like the police can arrest criminals. The Border Patrol can patrol the border. Like that's what they're there for. They're just not doing it. So – and I'm I'm not not getting frustrated at you, Josh. It's just like this whole situation is so easily amenable. Like you can just just do away with it. It could just be gone, uh, but they choose not to because they have other plans. In action. And of course, the other thing is like, you know, if somebody is allowed into America and you say, okay, you can stay here, but under certain conditions, you have to support what we want you to support, or you might be deported, you can get them to do whatever you want. I mean, they have these people in the palm of their hands. They treat them like slaves. They have no care for them at all. They're using them as pawns to achieve their own ends because they're despicable exploiters of human beings. And that's all they do. Until about 150 years ago, cultures all over the world believed that people got sick and died in many cases in the winter because of something called vapors. They associated these poisonous vapors with cold weather. Of course, it wasn't the cold weather or catching a chill that killed people. What was killing people was a lack of vitamin D3. You see, the sun via your skin helps your body produce vitamin D3. But if you're not getting enough sun, you will not produce vitamin D3, and then it's very easy for viruses and other things to start replicating and taking your body over. So now it's more important than ever, because the winter's here, to take high-quality vitamin D3, and we have the best with our vitamin D3 gummies with calcium for better upload into your body for 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com with promo code 1776. Don't wait. Support the InfoWar and your immune system with vitamin D3 gummies at InfoWarsStore.com.